You are listening to Jim and Barb work from home. Two of my children are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. And of course, Jim and Barb will be laughing at each other's jokes. Your laughter is up to you. Enjoy. Welcome to Jim and Barb Work From Home, the the world's premier uh, podcast about Jim and Barb working from home. (laughs) Are there any other podcasts about Jim and Barb working from home? Can I, I do, hope not. Can we do a behind the scenes, like a making of behind the scenes podcast? Can we make that happen? Like how meta can we go? I don't know what that would be about. I don't know either because we don't do anything to prepare. It would be 45 seconds of me texting you or you texting me. And that would be about it. That would not, that, that sounds more like a YouTube uh, show. Oh, we uh, could do that. Since you're in charge of promotions. I am in charge of promotions. I would consider that supplemental YouTube material uh, to fall under your promotions wing. Supplemental YouTube material? That's a thing? It is now. Oh, man. My job description just keeps getting longer. Hey, gotta update that LinkedIn profile. Ah, I really should. Can't let this, uh, can't let this sweet, uh, online promotional, uh... Stuff, shenanigans, claptrap that you're that you're doing. Hullabaloo. You don't want it to go to waste. Yes, also some hullabaloo. Um, speaking of promotional claptrap, hullabaloo, What is? Just keep going. Keep trying. You'll get it right. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. There you go. Hullabaloo. Now, do you remember why you were saying the word? Yes, because I was talking about claptrap and promotion. I would like for you at this point in time in our podcast to insert some wonderful trumpet fanfare like because we have not only a telephone number that you can call or text. I recently found that out uh, and leave us your opinions and voice messages or text message messages. But we also have an email address, so you can get in contact with us in all sorts of different ways. Mm, excellent work. I am not going to edit in any trumpet noises because your vocal trumpeteering uh, is much better. So, oh, Well, thank you for the compliment. Vocal trumpeteering, that is something I should put on my LinkedIn profile. So stay tuned until the end of the episode uh, when we will tell you what that email address is and what that uh, phone number is. Um, Otherwise, it's probably in the episode description uh, that is in your podcasting listening platform device software thing. Doodlebop. App. App. So, yeah. So, I would just like to say I did my job. Thank you very much. Nice work. Barb. Yes, Jim. Are you ready for this topic? I'm not in any way, shape, or form. Perfect. Houseplants. Oh my gosh. I've got five of them that I'm trying to grow right now. And my cats keep attacking them. You are ready for this topic. I am very. You immediately lit up. (laughs) 
You were like, this is a topic I can talk about. I was this not. Is a ex- work from home. <laughs> I was not expecting this topic to actually be quite so relevant. I literally had no idea what your topic was going to be. And so I was like thinking worst case scenario. And this is surprisingly relevant. So yes, let's talk about houseplants. All right. Um, for starters, eh, I had more plants in the office. Oh. I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Yes, you did. There, there was um, some talk. Um, the, all of the plants basically had been dyed or, and or thrown out. So it's just like empty vessels now. Yep. Had a couple nice plants, um, some hardy plants, uh, a couple of those little, uh, what do you call it when you put uh, some dirt and a plant in a fishbowl and you pretend it's a, a thing? Aquatic? No. Under dirt. Mud? Uh, whatever. It- <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. You said you put dirt in a fishbowl. Yeah. Is there water in a fishbowl? No, just, oh. just enough to keep the plants Oh, alive. a terrarium. Yeah, see? Okay. You know what I'm talking about. You put dirt <laughs> in a fishbowl. I was like, why uh, would you put a plant in a fishbowl with water unless it's an aquatic plant? No, terrariums. I had a couple terrariums in my desk. They okay. were very nice. How um, big were these ter- how, how How big? I'm envisioning... The, the size of your standard small... A fishbowl. So like those little decorative glass fishbowls at the pet store that they keep the fighting fish in. Okay, I was going to say, are they like the betta fish yeah. or are they like head-sized bowls? Because no, I was envisioning head-sized fish. bowls. No, come on, Barb. They're, there's I, multiple of them on my desk. I don't have like a corner office with that much space. So yes, I had a couple terrariums, uh, some other plants that were a little bit more hardy. Most of the stuff in the terrarium was dying. Um, now, of course, that is all dead, dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, now being almost, we're almost a year out uh, yep. from the last time those plants would have been watered. So clearly uh, nothing happening there. We only have two plants at the house. Uh, we've got this tree that Christine has. Uh, and we also have a little uh, potted plant that I think I bought at Walmart uh, many years ago. Uh, so we only have two two house plants, and they both so, live uh, with each other in the front room where there's oh, okay. a big big window. Um. So I am coming from a completely different scenario. I have zero plants in the office. Mm. Um. I, I have no plans in any way, shape, or form in my office. I do have my own office with a door and everything that I can close. Um, but yes, no, I have absolutely no plans. Do you have windows in that office? I have a window onto the middle of our space. I don't have like a window to the outside. So you don't have active sunlight. So it makes no, sense that you wouldn't have... Uh, plants hanging out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I can see sunlight if I sit in my desk. I can see it like on the ground, but I don't have any direct sunlight that gets to me in any way, shape or form. Um, we do have a multitude of plants scattered throughout our office, which are ranging from big and small and very leafy to tree-like 
um, and it's it's quite beautiful. Um, our our office folks are doing a very good job at keeping them up um, since I go in, you know, like a couple hours a month type of situation. So I do get to see them every so often, and they're doing a bang-up job of, of right. keeping them healthy and everything. Now, I have one, No, Barb, can you yes. confirm that those are not actually plastic plants? I can confirm that they are actually not plastic uh, because when everyone was sent home, our marketing guy was the one who had purchased all of them and or repotted all of them. Mm. And he provided very specific and explicit direction on how to care for them Good. with like number of spritzes per leaf and how far to like turn it every week. Um, yeah, they're if if they're plastic, um, well, no, he's he's running work. a real good gambit on everybody. Good work, marketing guy. Yeah, yeah, I've, I have worked in several office places with uh, plastic plants, and not everybody at the office realized they were plastic plants, which is. Kind of a little embarrassing. Uh, Would they try to, to water them? I don't know if they ever tried to. I think they just assumed that other people were watering them. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, as long as they're plastic, that's a fine assumption. <laughs> but it was like, no, th this thing is supposed to look like a tree. Uh, and there, there is the, the tiny little uh, pot area that it has is not large enough to support the size of vegetation you really you don't you don't really know a whole lot about plants if you think that this is a real plant. Yeah. So that's that's a little embarrassing uh, when you have to tell people that. But so before we moved to our new office, I had like a back corner office that was shoved in the back. I had a very tall fake tree. Okay. Um, and it had like twinkle lights strung through it. It was sort of palm tree like where it, it had the trunk and then it was stuff at the top. And so mm -hmm. there was sprink, uh, sprinkle lights, twinkle lights through the top and then wound down the yes. trunk. Um, the first thing that I did on like my first day of work when I was like introduced and like, here's your office. My first question was, is that alive or is that fake? Because if it's alive, it's going to be dead real soon. Um, and my office manager, Susan laughed and she's like, yeah, no, that's totally fake. And I was like, cool. I can, I can, I can take care of a fake plant. Um, excellent. And so when we moved, it was actually offered to me if I wanted to take it home because it wasn't going to be coming with us to the new space. And I was like, that's really tall and big. And it like, I contemplated it tall. Yeah. It was like six feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Bold. I know. That makes and sense it, that they would not want to haul it around to some other office space. Well, so it wasn't even necessarily the height. It was more the fact that the container it was in was like, it wasn't concrete, but it was extremely heavy. Yeah, you don't want your six foot uh, plastic and silk shrubberies to be falling over you gotta put, right. put it in some weight so like i i would I, maybe it was like plaster or, or whatever it was it was ridiculously heavy yeah. and so i was like could i take the tree but not the pot 
<laughs> and they were like, no, it is a package deal. If you want the tree, you have to take the ridiculously heavy pot as well. As well. And so I was just like, that's going to be a no-go for me then because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I don't want the pot. I would have thought about the tree because I was like, I could put it in like a corner. I could probably make it work. Uh, I, I decided to, to forego and pass on the tall, tall plant mm-hmm. tree plasticness of whatever it was. Does, that sounds like, it sounds like a good choice. Thank you. I'm glad you approve of my life decision on that particular matter. So you did not have, uh, you, you haven't had plants in either of your offices, uh, except for that fake tree. But now that you're working from home, yes. it sounds like you have really expanded your <laughs> uh, uh, greenhouse empire. I... I am expanding my greenhouse empire like I'm a mob boss taking over wherever mob bosses take over. Absolutely not. You're rubbing out your competition? You're giving people concrete shoes and dumping them into the lake? (laughs) I have no competition. I don't know. I have like five plants. All right. And they are a variety. I, I have one that I recently purchased from my friend William um and it is a succulent okay yes so that's my smallest plant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i have a succulent i have a wandering dude <laughs> which is like a purpley thing okay <laughs> um it's not it's not called a wandering dude in like the the official terminology, but I also I don't like the official terminology. Um, so I like I, I think wandering dude is just a fine name for it. Um, I have I think a spider plant. It's a green thing that is supposed to like grow out. Yeah, and like spider. And somebody um, somebody else gave you that one. No, that was another one that I bought from William. Okay. And then dad gave me a plant, and I don't know what that one's called. (laughs) And then I had a pot of dirt, uh, and one of my wandering dudes wandered out of its dirt. Um, So I repot, well, I I basically just shoved it back into uh, the pot, and it's taken off pretty well so far. But then I also had some... Uh, chives that I had gotten from Camille and she was like here plant these wherever you want to and I was like I have a second floor condo I don't know where to plant them so I planted them in this little bucket and they've actually been doing very well like I have had fresh chives all fall and winter so far Ah, Okay, it's surprisingly impressive So, yeah, um, the only downfall is... The downfall of the Roman Barbara Empire. <laughs> the, the, um, the only downfall is the fact that basically every single plant that I have is um, harmful to cats. <gasps> so I obtained a cone-like mesh plant protector that is supposed to go outside but i've been using it inside because i have all of my plants in front of my patio door 
which also faces the east. So it's like the one spot that gets actually some decent sunlight yeah, on a yeah. daily basis. Um, so I have them right there. And then I have my little cone o um, cone o mesh over mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Um, to, to protect them from the cats or to protect the cats from them which, which whichever however you want to look at it how big it so do all of your 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 plants fit under this cone yes they this, do this cone is like the size of a small child's playhouse <laughs> i mean it's not quite that big uh, it is cone shaped so okay. like it comes to a point mm-hmm. um and it Fits around my oblong shaped table that I have okay. my plants on fairly well. I mean, during spring and summer and fall, my plants are living out on my patio. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's going to m- make do for now. Okay. For the, you know, four, five, six months of winter that Minnesota deals with. And then you'll figure it out after that point. Cool. Yeah. And maybe it just keeps working. Maybe I need to figure out some sort of better plant menagerie thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a year ago right now, I didn't anticipate having cats. And a year ago right now, I I also didn't plan on having plants, let alone (laughs) cats. So you're just you're just a lonely bachelorette. Uh, no responsibilities. Live, no responsibilities to any. Did not did not need to keep anything alive. Just me. Just yourself. And now look at you. You're one year later. You've got uh, kittens. I do. You've got uh, foliage. I'm I'm trying to have foliage. Uh, I also had like an herb garden. Like one of those herb garden kits? No. Well, so I thought about that. Um, so I joined a CSA for the first time right. last year. I think and, we've talked about this before. Right, exactly. But one of the first things that we got in the CSA was like a little herb gardeny kit thing. And it was like nine, I think it was three by three, so like nine herbs. Okay. And so I, um, dad had a couple little like herby type of oblong planters. So he brought those over for me and I planted the herbs. I had basil and other stuff. I can't remember right now. No, um, no, Barb, let's get into this. When you say oh, oh, oblong, oh. what does that mean to you? Um, not circular. I mean, not a circle. Okay. Um, like a rectangle with Curved edges. Okay. It's not oval. No, not oval. But not 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 rectangle. No. Like yeah, like if 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 an oval and a rectangle had a baby. That's what an oblong shape is to you. That's what an oblong shape is to you. Uh to, when to I me, say, you're you're just, to me? Yeah. What do you consider an oblong shape? I don't I don't know what an oblong shape is. I think you have to put a modifier as well with your oblong. So oh, really? I think you have I, I I feel like you have an oblong rectangle or you could have an huh. oblong circle. I don't know. Um uh somebody who's listening to this 
podcast who is an expert in geometry, Ooh, yeah. uh, call in. Uh, we'll give you the number at the end of the show. Send us a voicemail. Record uh, something on your phone and email that to us. Please. Uh, email tell me address. I, tell me I'm wrong. Because oblong, that feels, like a, that feels like a weird word that doesn't quite describe a rectangle with rounded corners to me. Or better yet, tell me I'm right and Jim's wrong. Because that I've, would be even no, better. No. Yes. Yes. As the yes. show producer, if that yes. happens, uh, we'll I'm the one out. that gets the voicemails. <laughs> I will still know. You'll know, but I'll edit it out. So anybody who just listens to the podcast uh, won't know. I got you. No, I will. I I will bring it up. I will record some. No, I can't because you're the one that puts everything out. So I can't <laughs> record anything to myself. Well, you said you wanted to have supplemental YouTube materials. Ah, oh, this would be some that that. Oh, well, maybe I'll just have to have some <laughs> supplemental Barb Works from Home YouTube materials that you're not allowed to be involved in. That, It'll just be me and the cats talking about <laughs> oblong shapes. <sighs> so you so you uh, put some herbs. You put nine herbs yes. in an oblong yes. shaped uh, pile of dirt. Two. Two oblong-shaped piles of dirt. How did you decide which of the nine would go into two? Nine, nine divided by two is four and a half. Uh, yeah, so um, because there was two of them were the same. Okay. Or maybe it wasn't three of them were. No, no, two of them mm-hmm. were for sure the same. So I had eight different herbs, but there was, it was nine packs. So it was, um, I think it was like, um, I think it was oregano. I think I had two oreganos. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, no, maybe it was dill. <laughs> I don't know. You're like that meme of that, uh, that girl who's making the faces like, is this good? Is this bad? I don't know. Oregano? Dill? I don't know. Mint? I don't think that got mint. No, you shouldn't have, they shouldn't have given you mint. That would be mean. Why would that be mean? Because mint comes back every year, bigger and better. Oh, really? Yeah, you're creeping oh. dude. Mint is worse than your creeping dude. Oh. <laughs> and I want to know what your creeping dude is actually called. <laughs> um, I mean, if you really want to, I will not refer to it by its given name. I will refer to it by its like, uh, like, uh, not government name, species name. What's the word I'm looking <laughs> for? Government name. <laughs> Does it have a social security <laughs> number? Barbara, is I mean, this yes, is this a legalized four. creeping dude? Is this creeping <laughs> dude a citizen? Soon. Uh oh gosh, what is it? We are creeping dude. No, what is um we are soylent green instead of or no soylent green is us, creeping dude is us. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that movie before. Soylent Green is people. Oh, it's okay. people. Creeping dude is people. It's people. There. I'll refer to it by its government name, <laughs> but I won't refer to it by its common name. Creep. We'll just call it Creeping Dude forever. I like it. I like it. My friend. That's what. That's what my friend William calls it, and I was like, "That's brilliant." That's really, that's really smart. Because it's the only way we'll remember what it's called. So your spider plant, Barb, your spider plant, you have yes, one. Yes, my spider plant. 
Um, so that is, that's a very popular office plant because it does it really is. well. So my original theory for my splider plant is I, so I've got my patio doors and I've got, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the two doors, one that slides. And then I have a little shelf thing over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I have on top of my shelf up there is a multitude of my different Tanzanian artifacts, uh, primarily my uh, soapstone carved animals. Uh, so I have them up there. So it sort well, of looks okay. like a big, a big line of animals in a row. And then I also have a baobab tree that I purchased, um, a tall giraffe, and some monkeys as well. Let so, me just let me just interrupt you. Uh, I w- artifacts, artifacts make it sound like a, this is an Indiana Jones situation. I mean, if somebody wants to come and try to take them from me, I will throw a very large boulder at them. <laughs> so, I mean, they're not actually artifacts. They are things that I have purchased. Um, they are objects. They are carvings. They are art they, objects. So maybe they are art carvings because they are carved out of soapstone and then they are painted mm-hmm. uh, to look like different African animals. Yes. Um, but so I have them all. W- was that your Was that your only interjection? That's the, the only one right now. Okay, uh, just check it. Get, get another I, thirty seconds into your story, and I'll interject again. That's that's fine. It's what you do. Um, and, and so in my mind's eye, the way that I saw this was my spider plant, because it's sort of like creeps and spiders, it would create a lush green background mm. on the top of my, my thing. Mm. The only problem with that is there is no sunlight that's there. Mm. And so it doesn't work. Have, have, I mean, have you tried to grow without direct sunlight? Um, yeah. Yeah, and it didn't, didn't work for you? No, it didn't. Because most of my plants, and most of the people who have spider plants, don't have direct sunlight. They have like, you know, mm. you get some UV radiation, uh, there's big windows that kind of everybody shares. But most of the spider plants don't exist in the windows where they would get direct sunlight. So I didn't think spider plants needed that like super direct sunlight. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe I'm mistaken. Well, and it might be that mine was, it just got no, like it didn't even get indirect sunlight. Um, Yeah. And, and that could have been where my problem lied because, or because I, I could just not enough light at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, Unfortunately, maybe that's maybe I need to get a um a fake plastic spider plant so I can put that up there. <laughs> and so it fulfills my needs and then I don't need to worry about it. And just water and if that people fake come one over, every, every once in a while. Exactly. And then when people come over, they can be impressed by the fact that I've been able to keep this big large spider plant alive with no sunlight in any way, shape, or form. And I can just be like, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm that good. Thanks. So spider plants are real cool. They have babies. Do you know about this? Do you know about spider plant babies? No. How, how do they make babies, Jim? Uh, I feel like you're setting me up for a weird joke, and I am not <laughs> going to bite. 
Um, so what happens with the spider plants is as yours is probably doing, it kind of grows outside of the plant and it has like these long tenderly doodads that look kind of like spiders legs, but they're leaves. Right. Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while at the end of these things, they basically make miniature spider plants at hmm. the end of these branches. And then once those things get large enough, these like kind of um, at our office, we've called them baby spider plants. Uh, you just kind of take them, you just cut them off, you just throw okay. them in some dirt, and there you oh. go. You have another spider plant. Very nice. So, uh, so they're you, very prolific. Well, maybe that's part of the uh, barbs uh, plant uh, mob situation. You go into the sp- baby spider plant, set up an mm. Etsy shop, and go to town. <laughs> I will I will sell you as many spider baby spider plants as you want for a penny. You're supposed to be profitable. I mean, eventually it would be pure profit. What? I only paid like $2 for the plant. It costs more than a penny to ship a, a plant to somebody. Uh, I suppose it's true. I mean, they would have to pay for shipping. The, the, the plant itself would only be a penny. You're probably better off starting locally, finding your neighbors who want spider plants. That's true. Can you set up a spider plant roadside stand? <laughs> hmm. I mean, I feel like this could go somewhere. Can you sell them back to William? Because if he's selling you plants, clearly he, he's got an idea of plant monetary value. Oh, oh he 100 per- I mean, he also has a very small uh, single-family home um, and has three greenhouses. Will, William is very much in the thick of the the the, the plant profitability scheme. Mm, all right. So you're not going to start your own plant mob. You're joining William's no. plant mob. Yeah, I'm. He's going to be my front. I'm just going to provide him the goods. And he'll probably say your spider plants are dumb. I have a thousand. Of probably. Them. Probably. Why do you think I sold you one for $2? It cost me nothing <laughs> exactly. to make this. Exactly. $2 of pure profit. Ah, William's got it made in the shade with lemonade. I mean, he did give me probably like $10 worth of soil and stuff. He also did say that if I killed my spider plant to let him know and he would just give me a new one. Right, because they cost nothing. He probably, exactly. it was the, the soil... Did he even put put it in like a pot for you? He did. Okay, so he's losing money on the deal. So you have to come to him with some business acumen, some accounting software, uh, kind of get William on the up and up here, because this is not this is not profitable. If you're like if you're giving he, if you're selling somebody a spider plant for two dollars, that's reasonable. When you're giving them a pot and you're giving them a, a, a oh, well, ironclad I mean, guarantee. You're throwing he away gave money. Me. He gave me a pot. Right. What are you? You're a he customer. Does, I'm I am his friend. Sir. Hey. Friends are just customers that you know better. Uh, that's right. <laughs> um <laughs> he uh I I got and he he had an extra one lying around and I think that's why he gave it to me. So, yeah. Um it's not like he's giving pots to everyone. Well, hopefully not, but I think you should still go there and check his books. Make sure. 
Sure, I will just roll up and say, William, here's the deal. I know that you work at a bank, but I need to check your mm-hmm. underground plant accounting This is not books. underground. This is all about... Well, if it's underground, then, I mean, then you threaten to expose him to the feds. And that's your in into William's plant empire. Expose him to the feds for not paying taxes on the... $2 that he got $2 for of a pure profit that he achieved that pure profit uh, that ex- excuse me sir i would just like to say you literally were just saying that if he gave me a planter that's not profitable then <laughs> so what if it's not profitable ha take that throwing those words back into your face well if face. it's not profitable then what he should be like he should have the fill out the paperwork to become a 5013c or something right Yes, that is a nonprofit so, classification. Good job. I'm very impressed that you were able to throw the whole entire thing out there. Hey. Uh, Have you recently started a nonprofit that you haven't told uh, me about? Let's yet? just say when it comes to not making money on schemes, you're looking at the lead schemer. I, I knew I knew I loved you. <laughs> I knew there was a reason we were family. And it's not just because we share the same parents, but is there any chance that William's going to listen to the podcast that we need that you need to like uh, text him right now and apologize in advance? <laughs> um, no. I mean, would he ever listen to it? Probably not. If I told him that we talked about him, he might listen to it. Would he think it's funny? Absolutely. Would he be mad at me? I really hope not. And if he is. Sorry, William. We, Love you. we apologize, William. Uh, wholeheartedly, closed eyes, apology. Uh, hand, hand on the chest. Uh, well, you can do that part if you want. Okay. Um, no, I think William would be super on board, and he would think this was hysterical. <laughs> and if he doesn't, too bad. All right, enough. I, I think we've we've, we've covered the uh, the plants, the house plants, pretty well. Agreed. I know I'm really, um, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking to expand a bit. I, you know, I've realized that I really should. On your houseplants? I really should have a houseplant on my desk. I need to find something that's fine in low light. Oh. So. I think a houseplant, see, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to. Uh, any of my little, like, tchotchke toys that I've had on my uh-huh. desk uh, have already been knocked off. <laughs> chewed on and potentially made off with by the cats. So I, as, as good of an idea as that is, uh, I, I can wholeheartedly say that that won't be happening for me anytime soon. Um, cause that will just provide additional fodder for them to dig in and drag dirt around for. Yeah. Well, uh, neither of my dogs are jumping up onto the desk, so I've got yeah, that. I've got no, no problem there. So, Barb. Yes, Jim. Uh, word on the street. I've heard this. People on the street, they come up to me and they tell me. So, I've heard. Oh, okay. First and foremost, sir, why are people on the street just coming up to you? Are you both wearing masks? Are you staying more than six feet away? Are these people already in your bubble? We're in the midst of a pandemic. No, I mean, um, what's, the, what's that name of that video game? Half-Life? Is that the virtual video game world? I don't, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, Sims? What? The Sims? Sure. Yes. People in the street in the Sims are coming up to me 
And they ask me. Oh, okay. They ask me, you know, I've, I've heard that people have, have written to the show. And they want to hear. They want to hear what people have to say about the show. They want to hear, read the texts, read the emails, see the metadata. Uh, what what kind of feedback is the show getting? Um, and as lead uh, of promotions for the show, yes, all those sorts of communications go directly through you. Uh, this is true. As my uh, in in my role as um, you know pro- uh, um. Promotion director. Director of promotions. Uh, director of promotions. I like, I like the sound of that um, better. You got to get the director up front. I, I know. I was only, the only thing I could come up with was production, but you're the one, you're the director of production. <laughs> um, and I, I was getting my P words mixed up. Uh, so I, I have been lucky enough to have received some feedback. Uh, we, uh, we did get um, a couple of text messages on on the phone number mm-hmm. which is good because i didn't know that we could get text messages <laughs> so you know exciting i learned something new it, so this is all from the same telephone number mm-hmm. uh the first the first message is we want an episode about roller derby exclamation point mm-hmm. okay the second text message uh is also says and we want the explanation of the inside joke Interesting. So at this point in time, I do just want to let you know, as director uh, of promotions, I responded with, only if you name yourself for credit. Ooh, okay. Because I, I would like to give credit where credit is due. Yes, okay. To which this person said, no mystery, no intrigue, and that's been it. Okay, all right. So yes, we have had a request for roller derby, an explanation of the inside joke from the previous episode. So let's add add that roller derby to your list of possible future topics. Um, okay, I know that I, will do that I know that list is extremely long, and we've got uh, <laughs> lots of material. Uh, so we'll get sure. to it eventually. Next episode. But the the family did we call it a family secret? An inside um, joke, I think we called it. I believe it was an inside joke. It's a family tradition. Yes. All right. So do you want me to tell the story from what I remember? Or do you want to tell the story from what you remember? Uh, let me go first. So okay. Because it'll be shorter. That's true. All right, Barb. So it's a family tradition. This saying became part of our uh, family heritage because... I just, I love this story so much. What? It's, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I just love this story so much. I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm All right. Sorry. So as Barb, Barb was alluding to last episode, our family uh, does occasionally go out for some Black Friday shopping. We uh, have stood in lines. Um, on one occasion, was I think we were in Nashville visiting my brother at the time. This is correct. Yes. We were in Nashville visiting Joe, um, and we were doing, th- yes. Yes. So we were visiting Joe. We were in Nashville. Uh, local news crews, as they want to do, uh, go around and uh, will interview the sad sacks who are waiting in line uh, to try to buy stuff. <laughs> and. Uh, 
I I don't remember how how's or why's, uh, but our mother uh, was selected <laughs> to talk about uh, their experience waiting in line, and she proclaimed that it was a family tradition. Uh, in kind of a weird accent that I think she created at the time, had a little bit of a southern drawl. Uh, definitely had some interesting enunciation happening. Uh, that probably comes from her years as a first grade and kindergarten teacher, where she really wanted to make sure that everybody understood what she was saying. Um, and so uh, announced on the, on the air that it was indeed a family tradition. Uh, and so now every year. Uh, even more often than that, uh, oh, we, yeah. we proclaim things, family traditions, in and yep. do our best to mock her sing song. It's a family tradition. Family tradition. Because <laughs> that was exactly how it happened. And then it was on the news. So, but that was the only clip that they showed. Whoever, whatever channel this was, mm -hmm. it was just a little blip of her going, it's a family tradition. And that was all that they used from her interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, I love that story. So yeah, anybody here, uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast and knows our mom uh, and doesn't know about it's a family tradition, feel free to, uh, any time. She speaks yes. about any, any event. Ask her if it's a family tradition. If you need to be invited to an event, a family event, so you can ask her this question, <laughs> you can be my plus one at any point in time. Just let me know, and, and I will bring you with me. It will be great. I'm on board for this. How well does mom even remember this? Does she remember it as vividly as we all remember it? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I would also Does she think be we've all just lost our minds every time we <laughs> we talk about family <laughs> traditions and she just doesn't get that it's a joke at her expense? I mean, I, that's a good question. We should ask her if she Oh gosh. I might have to see if I can get her to record her version of the story. All right. Thank you, uh, mysterious texter. Uh, uh huh. We hope to hear from you again. This is true. Maybe someday you will reveal your secret identity to us. Ooh. But, uh -huh. but we understand the, uh, the mystery and intrigue. So we'll take it. This is true. Uh, all right, Barb. We are, we are running out of tape. Uh, it's time to wrap up this show. Um, Let's uh, let's remind remind our listeners how they can get in contact with the show. Well, friends, compadres, amigos, my darlings, if you would like to call us, we can be reached at 402-913-0054. Again, if you would like to reach Jim and Barb work from home, you can do so by calling Four zero no four two. zero two Barb. What area code is that? Um, Omaha. I believe it's Omaha. The local call. If you're in Omaha, everybody else, you probably have unlimited uh, long distance calling on your phones. If you don't, we also have an email address. But Barb's going to repeat that number for you. You're just you're killing my flow, dude. <laughs> 
I was like in the middle of it and you just had to interrupt. You were reading a number and that's your flow. uh, I was still in the (laughs) middle of it. Please. My goodness. Who raised you? Again, if you would like to reach out and talk to or text Jim and Barb work from home, we can be reached at 402-913-0054. If you would like to email us, uh, you can email us at get ready. It's a mouthful. Jim and Barb work from home at gmail.com. So, I mean, we don't want to talk about the fact that technically we have another. (laughs) (laughs) So friends, so uh, here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to throw myself on the bus because <laughs> throw <it> yourself is- <laughs> on a bus what does that even mean <laughs> i meant under the bus but it came out as on the bus i just want to get on the bus jim just let me get on the bus Back to beelzebub <laughs> um so there was an attempt to make an email address and it was going well <laughs> until I actually looked at it <laughs> because that's when I realized it was Jim and Barb work from home. Uh, so I, 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 I deleted that one. I would like to buy and a vowel. started again. Uh, a, no, I, no, you, no. Uh, so Jim and Barb work from home at gmail.com. So not too difficult. There's exactly not too difficult at all. Write us an email, uh, record a voicemail and attach that, uh, in any of the audio formats that, uh, your devices, uh, can create. I can probably make it work, um. I mean, if you want to send us a video, maybe that will end up on our YouTube page. <laughs> sure. I feel like I'm digging myself a Why hole not? and I need to create a YouTube page. <sighs> maybe I should do a Twitter first. Maybe I should do a Facebook page first. Instagram? TikTok? All the kids are on TikTok. I will admit, I did contemplate um recording like some of this for a tiktok and putting it up there get get us on tiktok barb that's where the kids are is is that the kids are on the tiktok they're looking for content on tiktok i think they're mostly looking for people who do magic tricks and uh dances but there might be people looking for us people who are making jokes about their mom i don't know (laughs) all right maybe so maybe that's what i'll do i'll do a tiktok or do I need to do a separate TikTok or can I just use my personal TikTok? I don't know how TikTok works. All right. Got the phone number. You've got that email. You know how to get in contact with us. Um, As Neil Diamond says, reach out. Touching me? Touching you? Is that? No, that's never mind. Well, Barb. Yes, Jim. Thank you again for your time. It's been a pleasure. As per usual, it's been a delight to spend this time with you as we continue working from home. He's Jim. 
She's Barb. And we're working from home. We certainly are. And uh, you're done listening to this podcast. Bye. Bye. When we were in Nashville visiting Joe, we went at Thanksgiving time, and the day after Thanksgiving was Black Friday, when everybody got up in the wee hours of the darkness and went shopping, and we got up in the wee hours of the darkness and went shopping because we'd studied all the ads that came in the paper the day before. We, the family members. I didn't go. <laughs> the crazy family members, including matter. me. And when we were in the entranceway to one store, this newscaster came up to talk to me and he said you're out to go shopping today and I said yes we are and he said and why is that and I said it's a family tradition the end and then I was on TV